Hey everybody, welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast, episode number 105. I'm Tom, of course. Neil, say hello. Hello. Hello, Tom. How are you doing today? I'm just fine. You know, we have a lot of guests still kind of on tap, but honestly, we thought we'd better give you another solo show yeah i mean we've been churning solo. we've been churning through the episodes recently and we've yes. it's guest actually the last three have been guest guest guests so yeah you get us you get just us today you're so lucky just, well, and we have a lot us. of guests that have said they'll come on but you know then we have to go through all the trouble of you know actually scheduling them and whatnot well and... we actually we actually have another big one on saturday not giving away That's any right. names well of course Fingers by the time this comes Fingers out crossed. it'll be done but you know um another one of neil's boyhood heroes yes exactly so yes Garland from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> Look forward to that, everybody. That'll be good. Well, let's hope so, it's good. Let's hope it's good. And let's hope he's not dull. But, you know. Yeah, you just never know. You just never know. We'll do what we can. Exactly. Yeah. So, so a couple couple things. A couple of house cleaning things. I still have some stickers, Neil. Okay. Yeah, I have stickers too. Actually, we still have so, our old school stickers. Yeah, some stickers, and we don't. I don't. I don't think we have a ton of them. But we have. We have quite a few. So, if you want some stickers, email us punk till I die podcast or punk till I die seventy seven at gmail, and just give us your name and address. We will not sell it to Big Pharma. We won't do anything with it. I, I actually might. So, yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> just be warned. <laughs> I will write you in my ledger. I have this like old-fashioned notebook ledger that I write everybody I send things to, even though I think I'm not really up to date on it anymore. Tom's actually um, Tom. Tom Cratchit was actually his name. Exactly. <laughs> Each of you owes me a favor in the next life. Um, but yeah, so if you want some stickers, um, we have the old school style still. A few of them left, and I, we'll probably get some more eventually. Or oh yeah, we've kind of we've kind of been kicking around the idea of doing some new merch. Even though it's pretty low incentive when we lose money on our merch, so yeah, <laughs> let's see if we can figure a better business model for next time. Yeah, well, I mean, doing it domestically was wasn't too bad, right? But it was when we had to ship stuff overseas that it got to be a bit like the shipping would be more than a t-shirt itself, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and forget about you Australian bastards. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You may you might as, well like, you, you as well just get a flight and come over here and pick it up at my house. Exactly. We're setting you up, one of you up to print them out and sell them to fellows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. That's not a bad. Actually, that's not a bad business model. Just like the Eifman yeah. Infirmities has a different band in every city. Maybe we'll yeah, have a different go. printer in every city. You could make friends with one of these Englishmen, Neil, and they could print it up. We could do our English ones. Then, then they could get, you know, they get a shirt for twenty bucks or something instead of, you know, having to be so expensive. To be honest, Tom, that's actually a really good idea. So we might actually reach out to some of you uh, English chaps and, uh, and see if you know any screen printers over there. Yeah, if any of you English guys know a screen printer, give us a yell so we could, yeah, potentially do that. Because I think if we do T-shirts again, I think you should probably do like a pre. We should try to do like a pre-order. Yeah, well, you know what? Why don't people, you know, and also, obviously, we have our Facebook page and our Facebook group, uh, Punk Till I Die 77 is, Podcast, group right? Is, group is fun. It's yeah, the group fun. is fun as hell. So join, if you haven't joined yet, join in because the, the Facebook group is a lot of fun. There's a lot of activity every day. Um, but, you know, let's have a let's have a poll and see what people want. Do people want T-shirts or do they want, like, hoodies or what? I mean, summer's coming, obviously, so I, I guess it's T-shirt weather, but... You know, also if it's a T-shirt, what color shirt do you want? We've gone the black and white. We did we did white last time, so I guess we should do another color this time. So, well, and we've also had some requests for black, but that requires like turning the negative thing around, and it's kind of a pain in the neck. So it'll probably be a lighter lighter color. So it does. So and if, and if we have to do that, uh, Mark Frankel, get ready, stand stand by, because I'll be I'll be reaching out to you so you can do the reverse of the artwork. 
so you know what? Okay, I wasn't gonna go here right away, but I so speaking of Mark Frankel, our our pal Mark Frankel, who you all heard on episode one hundred, our hippie friend, who <laughs> likes a little punk on the side. You know, he designed our original logo that was the stickers, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. So I ripped like the top banner part of that, um, of the sticker, like from the sticker, and I got a tattoo on my leg. So I oh, have officially. Oh, you got it done. I did. I have officially drawn blood. I officially have the punk till I die thing on my leg, and I'll, you know, I'm admiring it on my way home. And I kept like drifting over in the left lane. I'm like, man, I'm gonna be punk till I die. I'm literally gonna die on the way home from the. <laughs> yeah. tattoo punk, punk till you die for 15 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> and then you died. <laughs> but I am now a full 24 hours clear. It still hurts, still pretty raw. So when it uh, is done healing and being red, I will take a picture of it and put it on the website, which I'm sure will be well healed by the time this episode comes out. So. Did, did he take a picture of it? Did the artist take a picture of it as well when it was nice and fresh, or did he not? Uh, and he did not this time. Okay. You know, you, 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 I know you've had a couple different tattoo guys, and you got a new guy now. Yeah. I've had th- in my life, I've had three main tattoo guys. Okay. All really nice guys. I like them all. Everyone a felon. Jesus. Is there any, is there any tattoo artists that aren't felons? You, of, you tell us. None, tell us none, of, none of mine have been felons. I, you know, cause I, Are you sure? You've never had a good conversation with them. No. I mean, one was uh, my first guy was, uh, well, he's, he's a huge-ass businessman now. I mean, he owns a lot of, I think he owns at least one tattoo shop, maybe two. Uh, my second tattoo artist was a lady, and, uh, you know, very nice, very lovely. Open-minded deal is he let a lady tattoo him. No, she was. I mean, she's she's. she's I didn't mean. I didn't mean that. I mean, I guess she didn't look like a bent nosed Fallon kind of thing. You know what I mean? She didn't look like a. T- <laughs> Thanks for getting me into this I one. Was trying, <laughs> I was trying to make the point that you would let a woman tattoo Neil. That you're not nearly as sexist as you come off. That's what I'm trying. No, she's fantastic. She does. I tell you what, though, getting being a bit serious here a second. I mean, I've been I've been posting all those bad tattoo, um, all those bad tattoos oh. in, in our Facebook group. Um, mm-hmm. So if you do want to get a portrait done, people, you know, good tattoo artists who can do portraits are expensive, but it's worth it. Yeah. So that's the reason I went to Jennifer, um, Jennifer Trock in the first place, because um, she does fantastic portraits and she's done a couple of mine and they're really, really good. So, um, but yeah, I don't think she was a felon. And my third guy, Miles, certainly wasn't a felon. He's a skater, but he's not a, he's not a he's not a felon. But he was another he was he was he, he was another good. What's that? Skateboarding is not a crime. Yeah, right. Um, I said that on my old. <laughs> so I mean, he, he's 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 another really really good portrait guy. I'll I'll do my I'll show you my uh, I'll put my Paul Weller one up. Um, but uh, good seri- uh, good portrait guys are also mega expensive. So um, the reason I've got a new guy now is because I I couldn't afford to keep going back to Miles because it was you know I mean it's almost like like a lawyer would charge right you're going two hundred bucks an hour or whatever two two twenty five so um, so yeah. I have a new guy and actually my new guy might be a felon I'll have to ask him <laughs> well I see I like the the simple heavy black stuff you know nothing nothing too fancy I like the stuff basically that a felon can do. <laughs> I, all my tattoos are stick and poke. One day I hope to move up to a guy with a, you know, they learn <laughs> to do a, a tattoo gun. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, yeah. So anyway, I will, I will definitely show you guys that at some point here. You know, it's, it's like the round banner thing, but I have a, a skanker man, like the DRI yeah, running yeah. man on my leg. 
So I wrapped it around that. It looks like it was born. It was born to be there. It literally just it fits perfect. Oh, that's very cool. That's very yeah. I, I can't yep. wait. I I can't wait to see that. That's for, I'm gonna have to get that done now because I'm actually I actually emailed my guy today because I want to go back in. I I had my left arm finished and now I want to get my right arm finished. So um, hopefully this week or next are you week. Gonna, are you gonna try to do like the whole like the whole Steve Vader's thing? I don't know. I don't have enough space for that. I mean, I'd have to do uh, chest. I'd have to do chest or back or leg or something for that. Or, and I, I just, I really just wanted arms. So um, I'll probably do the same thing as you. I'll, if I see yours. Yeah. Well, yeah I'll, I'll, show you, I'll show you. But I, it's funny because it's real simple, dude. It's nothing. Mine's fa- I do have one of the little skull and crossbone things, the little pinhead skull and crossbone things. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah no, it, it, it's good. But like I said, my tattoo, my, my, listen, my tattoo work is not fine, fine art. It's, you know, like I said, it's done by felons. So actually, most of those ones that I, that I've been showing on the Facebook group, they're actually Tom's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah those, those are brilliant, aren't they? Always are good for a laugh. Well, you know, and I've seen some of these people do amazing cover-ups, but man, we get so much black because I, you know, I have so much black. You know, it's hard to cover up the black. So yeah. So how long did it take? Anyway. Was it like an hour or something? Yeah, yeah, probably. Not not terribly long. But hmm. what, what do you mean probably? We we have passed out or something? No, you know what the worst thing is? My phone went dead because usually you sit there and play on your phone. Yeah. Because I, I don't particularly like getting tattooed. I mean, it's not like I enjoy the, you know, so you meet these people, they're like, oh, I love the pain. I'm like, you're stupid. I, I mean, I just like the result. I don't like the, you know. Yeah, agreed. I'm sure most people who we're talking to have got one at some point, but it, it reminds me of just like taking a look, a little finishing nail, like you'd use to hang a picture on your wall or something, and just rubbing it back and forth across the same spot of your skin for you know, an hour or whatever. It always amazes but, me how, how some spots don't hurt at all. And then they'll go like a half an inch to the left or something. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, well, after a while hold when they're me, working, hold me. When they work in the same area. Well, and that's what he got. He got done with me. And, and I, I said, uh, I said, I don't really like doing this, man. I'm, I'm really trying to hold still. He's like, dude, you have not moved one bit. I'm like, he's like, you, 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 uh, you sit perfectly. I'm like, well, that's good because on the inside, I'm squirming all over the place. Now, was this a I, new guy? Was this a new guy you had, or was it just yeah, a, a new fellow that I never worked with before? He, he uh, <laughs> just out talked, on work release. <laughs> he talked to me a lot about the, um, um, his he's into uh, like white rap, like these southern white rappers. Oh Jesus, <laughs> it's so funny. I'm trying to think. My last guy, I think, was was definitely a violent offender. He definitely went to prison for beating someone half to death um and then this guy was uh i mean i'm not giving any names so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give it away i won't even say where i went but he uh was a heroin cooker okay maybe you should go to a different place dude that's just my <laughs> just my idea <laughs> are you going in the back of, are you going to the back of somebody's house <laughs> no the guy before that i'm not sure what his deal was he had facial t- he had a tattoo on his forehead his brother's name tattoo on his forehead mm. his dead yeah Good times, man. Good times. I mean, it's funny because I walk in there and I got, I got quite a few tattoos, and I feel like a, I, I literally feel like a banker or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get I, it. Like the rings on my eyebrow or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. I'll tell you what. Let, let me play. Let me play a song, you know, and then I'll tell you about my current domestic situation. Oh dear. So, okay. <laughs> before we started, that I was fired up today. All right. Um, well, well, tell us a bit because all your songs are from a kind of theme. My songs are too, but my songs are from a different theme than yours. So tell us about yours and introduce yeah. one preview of what we're going to talk about later after we get through our nonsense well even that'll be nonsense but um we're starting to put the summer slash fall concert uh festivals in uh you know it looks like this stuff is going to happen yeah fingers crossed yeah so we're starting to book this stuff so i'm going to play all bands that i hope to see at um 
like punk rock bowling or or one of the other festivals that we're hoping to go to. And the first one, I'm actually going to start with the Stern Brothers Youth Brigade, who uh, put on punk rock bowling. Um, I've actually never seen them. Um, I like them a lot, especially of course that first. Yeah, the first album. And then, uh, but they actually so the song I picked out actually came out much later. It was around 2000 or so. Yeah, I don't recognize this song at all. Actually, I've never heard this. It's- the Swingin' Utters. You remember that BYO when they did that split series? Yeah, I do. Yep. Five of them, I think. And they were all really good. I mean, they were all really good. But theirs, I think, was with Swingin' Utters. But don't quote me. I have them all on CD, of course. No vinyl. Um, But this, I really had a hard time picking the song because, you know, there's like Sync with California, Boys in Blue, you know, mm-hmm. kind of their older stuff. Um, and there's a, like, there's a song, Let Them Know, which is like their theme song from the movie they did a few years ago. But this one... I don't know. I just always love this song, and I think it's a great song for guys like you and I, Neil. This is called uh, this is Youth Brigade. It's called it's from their split with the Swinging Otters from around late '90s, early 2000s. It's called Where Are All the Old Man Bars. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never heard that. But I have to admit, I pretty much I only have the first album, and um, I think I have a couple of seven inches too. And uh, see, back, I mean, back then there was like there was so much to buy. There was so many bands putting out so many great things that you know you could only you, you know you couldn't you couldn't afford to go super deep into one band. You know what I mean? It well, what was the, what was that first U three? Eighty three ish, maybe eighty two, eighty three. It's yeah, pretty early, right? 80, yeah, I think 80, 82, sound, 82 sounds right. Yeah, hold on a second. Play amongst yourselves while you'll play with yourselves while I look this up. Okay, so if you're, 
new to Youth Brigade, here's 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 Uncle Tom's recommendation for how to start with Youth Brigade. First, listen to the Sound and Fury. That was like their first album from '82. Pretty good, but sort of still finding their sound. And then in the I want to say like '92 or something, like ten years later, or maybe even mid '90s, they did an album called "To Sell the Truth." It's got like a kid wearing like a construction helmet on the cover. Oh, they had like they had like a few albums, but between those, but. Right, but those, but those, those two are where I would start, and then I would definitely check out that split with the, uh, like I said, I think it's Swinging Others. I hope I'm not wrong. Yeah, that's but right. That, Swinging Others, 1999. Yeah. Okay, 99. Yep. Yeah, and the Swinging Others songs are great too. Yeah. Uh, so, Angels, yeah, so yeah, uh, they, I, I mean, they had. I mean, and they, I guess that's why I, I fell off from them because after Sound and the Fury in '82, '83, they didn't release another album until '92, which is, is interesting. That the they had one called Come Again in '92. Oh, come actually, again, okay. It's almost like an EP, actually. It's only got, like, six yep, songs on it. And then I think the next... I think To Sell the Truth is the next one. No, then it was Happy Hour in... Uh... Oh, Happy Hour's an EP, too, wasn't it, or no? No, that's a full-length album. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They're all they're all pretty good, but I would go to To Sell the Truth. and Because uh, one of the other songs I was considering was I Hate My Life, which is on that album, which is a great song, too. Which, anyway, I, I'm looking forward to seeing them, I hope. But, you know what? That's for another day. First, let me tell you about my domestic situation, you Oh, well, I hope everything's okay. <laughs> no, everything's fine, but I know I, I I think people like it when we peel back the curtain a little bit. Yeah, sure. So, tell us, Tom. Get uh, get get on the couch and tell us about your problems. We, we're gonna we're gonna invest some money in the house fixing it up. We we need to. It's been like we've been here for twenty years. It's time to start refreshing. We've remodeled small things, painted a bunch of times. My wife's looking for a total overhaul. Wow. And she wants to paint. She wants to paint the house. Okay. And she's got this, like, coastal theme, right? Like, we live 20 minutes from Lake Michigan. She wants to make it look like we live on the beach in South Carolina or something, right? So it's going to be, Which, like, whatever. pink? It's going to be pink and pale blue or something? Makes it happy, right? So the doors she painted, like, they called a salmon. To me, it looks like a cross between pink and orange, right? Is gotcha. that salmon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that works. At the outside, she wants to do kind of like a... I'm actually, like, talking softly. Like, I hope she can't hear me. <laughs> it's like a, it's, I would call it kind of like a minty green. Yeah, so I, know what, more... I know exactly what you mean, yeah. So, but here's the thing, right? She keeps buying these little samples of it. This is like little $5 samples, you know, no big, it's not, a, it's not the money. She keeps buying these, you know, and has these little paint sample cards that she carries around. She keeps getting different ones. And then she'll paint like a stripe or a chunk on the front, the front of the house. It looks like a freaking insane asylum right now. If you drive back. <laughs> but they're all pretty similar. Mm. And I'm just, it, it, and, and she'll, she'll call me out and say, Hey, which one do you like better, this one or this one? And I'll say, I like that one better. And she'll go, really? Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm like, why are you asking me? Yeah. So today she called me at work and said, hey, I want to get some more more paint samples. Do you want to come with me? I'm just like, it's enough already. You're driving yourself insane. Just pick one. Oh, wrong answer. Well, she's like, we're going to paint the whole house this color. I don't want to be unhappy with it. So, And I'm just like, I don't care. I, I really am a believer of the old cliche, happy wife, happy life. I yeah. just want, I just... Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want... you don't want to have your house look like odd from the street though, do you? No, no. If it's salmon pink, yeah. if you got a pink house, well, I don't know about that. Unless you're John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> I don't want people to think I'm late loafers, Neil. I'm from old school generation, you know. Mm-hmm. Just tell her. Just tell her that. Yeah. Hey, just tell her that everything goes with black. So just paint everything black. <laughs> Go look like the monsters. Yeah, dancing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's my that's my that's my current situation. So. So what's yeah. made what's made her would want to do this? Did she see one of those like home and decorating programs on TV or something? I don't 
Maybe. We she's always my wife's got a good eye for that stuff. She's always like I said, she's always we've always done slight remodels and the fact of the matter is it makes her happy and we can usually do it pretty she's pretty good about watching the budget. But like, you know, things have loosened up. Our kids, you know, our kids are older. We got we got a little more dough than we used to, so now it's just it's time. It's time to redo some stuff. Yeah, it's funny. So. I think I think every time I've been to Florida, um, to like, you know, uh, Marco Island or wherever, or, you know, Sanibel, um oh. I think every single hotel room slash uh, condo slash you know townhouse or whatever that we've ever stayed in it's always been that same colorway it's like seafoam green and pink or something and then there's a bunch of shells and shit everywhere on the walls and there's like I don't know if we'll go with that and there's like paintings and there's like anchors and shit like that on the wall I'll tell you stuff, what so. next time you come to visit me I'll never put a shirt on the whole time you're here and we'll get a pet alligator <laughs> it'll be like a Florida trailer park it'll be like uh... it'll be in the pool yeah it'll be just swimming in the pool Exactly. Well, listen, man. What? Okay. So, the big thing we're going to discuss today is the the music festivals, right? Yeah, it is. Well, and but you have a different theme for songs because you know, God forbid, we have the same theme. So, why don't you tell us what your themes are for the songs today, and then we will uh, maybe start discussing a few of these things. Well, funnily enough, my my theme for the songs actually ties in with your wife's view of what you're doing with the house, because. Oh, I mean, it, the the weather's been crazy, right? It's been it was like yeah. forty degrees on Sunday. Today is yeah. Wednesday, and it's eighty five, eighty six degrees here. It's not that warm here. It's like sixty. But oh, well, you'll probably I, get I this, you'll probably get this tomorrow or the next day. Yeah. So yeah, it was eighty five, and the times when I was driving home, it was eighty eight. So nice. be kidding me? Nope. So it's April. So to put things into perspective, we're not to May yet. We're we're recording this April twenty seventh or something. Right. And it was 85 degrees? Yep, 85. It is right now. Let's see what it says on my watch. Oh, I guess it's gone down because it's gonna, it's plummeting down. So now it's only in the 60s. But when I got home from work, it was 85. Mm. So um, I am. So it felt like the start of summer. So I am going to play all summer-themed songs today. And uh, so it, I guess it kind of ties in with what your wife is doing to your house. So, you know, fill up the pool. Yeah. Start getting ready. Heck yeah. Um, so I am going to play for... Oh, I'm sorry. Alligator. I'm gonna fill the pool with alligators. Yeah, and then you got do you got to go to the store. You got to go to Bed Bath and Beyond or something and buy a bunch of shells and like just place them all over the house and like That's pictures fine. of boats have, and shit. As long as they have, as long as they have beer there. No, uh, <laughs> we'll get. Uh, no, no. We're listen. We're purists. If they're gonna have shells, she's gonna go to the damn beach and get them. We're not gonna get them from the store. Yeah, but can you get decent shells where you are by the beaches there? Oh, we'll go to South Carolina or something. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, that's right. You, I mean, you were just in Georgia and stuff, right? And yeah, you're going again. So. We didn't go on vacation last year. The only time we went on vacation was just going down to freaking Indiana. This year we're going on vacation. So, yep. anyway. Anyway. I, I rave. All right. Anyway, go ahead. And uh, what, so what's your first What's your first song, Neil? Is it Here Comes the Song by the Undertones? It is. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good guess. That's, that's well, that's like the first punk rock summer song I could think of. Yeah, perfect. So, and and it's, uh, funnily enough, I don't think we've ever played the undertones before. I don't think we have either. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would have guessed it would have been Teenage Kicks, but I guess we'll do Here Comes... It's funny, Neil. Are we becoming like an old married couple? Where we can read <laughs> stuff? I can't. What color are you currently painting your apartment? <laughs> yeah, I've... Who knows, right? A black. I'm going. I'm going black. Um, so yeah. So this is the undertones with uh, "Here Comes the Summer" from 1978 or 79, I believe. So here comes the summer.
So there it was, the uh, undertones uh, from uh, Dublin, I believe, right? They were from the south of Ireland. Um, with Here Comes the Summer, which was, I think, their third single. Was Teenage Kicks the first one? Teenage Kicks was first on Good Vibrations, and then they got signed to Sire, I believe. And then they did, uh, I think, Get Over You and uh, Here Comes the Summer, I think, was the, the third or fourth single. You know, it's it's funny because I heard oh it was okay. So my daughter, my younger daughter is almost fourteen, so she's obsessed with like you know who One Direction is or Harry Styles or any of that. Yep. I mean, it's it's just pop music, you know. Yeah. I think I think Harry Styles honestly is one of the probably one of the biggest stars in the world at, at the moment, which is pretty much all you need to know. But I heard One Direction doing a medley. I think it was a medley, but one of the main songs was Teenage Kicks. Shut up. I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Part of me is like, well, good. Those guys can get some dough, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. I probably will make a lot of money from that. I hear all these weird... It's it's amazing. She watches Glee, too, like that choir yeah. show. I thought... It's not off? It's not off the air? Yeah. I mean, we, we don't watch TV. We stream everything, you know? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But it's funny. Talk about the painting, right? So my wife, my wife loves to decorate, put stuff on the wall, pictures of the kids, whatever. But you and I were on a little conference call, a very important work conference call with some other drunken hooligans uh, Saturday. Yeah, we were. <laughs> my attention that I have nothing on my walls downstairs, and it's like plain gray walls. Yes, you look like you were in prison, Tom, I have it's to say. It's funny, you guys were in I was in a mental institution, and yeah. today my one of my daughter's f- friends uh, was over, and her mom came to pick her up, and she said, oh, that's such a nice gray, what is that? I said, apparently it's a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's supposed to make you feel serene and uh, unhappy. <laughs> Well, it's, they ain't doing its job as far as that's concerned. <laughs> Nothing makes me feel serene and happy, Neil. Um, just going back to something you just said there a second, it, it made me think of something when you said about uh, Harry Styles doing uh, One Direction, doing the cover of uh, Teenage Kicks. I think it was them, but yeah. So, I mean, hopefully they do make Hopefully they do record it, and hopefully it makes a, sells a million and the undertones make some money off of it. Years old now, but yeah, but I'm sure it did. So that made me think. I, I read the other day. So you know the song. Um, you might not know the band, but you know the song. Um, the Laws from Liverpool did it. Uh, there she goes. There she goes. There she goes again. You know that song, right? Yeah. So that was by that was by a small like indie band from Liverpool. Um, okay. They only recorded one album. They got they actually the, like late nineties maybe. Uh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Probably mid nineties, I'd say. Um, I mean, the guy, the guy, the the main force behind the band was like a like a genius. He was, um, I mean, very Liverpool sounding, very like, very almost like Beat Beatles kind of sounding, right? Some of the stuff, like or something. But yeah, it, it was it was a cool song. But the, yeah, that was it, huh? But supposedly it's been covered so many times and been played so many times that supposedly he made some like three or four million from that. Believe it or not, so he's lived. So he's lived. But they basically just did the one album. But he's been able to live, you know, very very comfortably off that one song. Hmm. So there you go, everybody. It's and, so funny. When, when I was younger, you know, you oh, make it fun. Oh, it's a one-hit wonder. It's a one-hit wonder. You know, as a guy who wrote a bunch of songs when I was younger, all I can think now is I'd kill for a one-hit wonder. I would license it out to every crap movie. Yeah. I would do anything. I would sell that one song. Whatever. I'd play those, like, uh, shows where it's all bands from the 80s, and they all come out and play their one hit, and then they get together and play a bunch of songs that none of them wrote. Or, like, those like 80s, like those cruises where it's one-hit wonder. I would do all that stuff. See, it's I funny. Mean, it's funny you mentioned that because I would love to be a one-hit wonder. 2019, 2020, they actually. Well, no, it was 2019, obviously, because there wasn't any tours in 2020. Um, there was actually a one-hit wonder kind of all hits of the 80s kind of tour. Um, it was the summer of 2019, and the Vapors were actually on it. 
Who's, I'm sorry, who was? The Vapors, who did Turning Japanese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like Flock of Seagulls. I mean, they yep. literally, like, was all these one-hit wonder bands. And it played like our hockey rink here. It played like a big place, like 11,000-seater. And I actually, I think that would have been probably fun to go to. You know, modern English, all these, like, kind of... Yeah, and the fix and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and probably Bow Wow Wow, I think. Whoever's left from Bow Wow Wow. But, um, but the, probably I mean, go see that under the right circumstances. Well, see, I love I love the Vapors. The Vapors had two very, very good albums. Turning Japanese like, wasn't, wasn't typical of what they did at all. And, played the Vapors before, but I don't remember what. Right? Didn't we? I Early think, on? Oh, at least I've talked about them for sure. Because um, I saw them with the jam, right? And I loved them. But um, I thought about going until I found out there were so many bands on that bill that the Vapors played. only played three songs. <laughs> And it, well, like I said, it's funny because even between all of them, they have like ten acts, right? Yeah. But it's it's like too varied. It'd be like it'd be like the Vapors and Modern English, and then like Lisa Lisa and the Cult Jam or something, you know, just like R and B band. So it's like, what what are you doing here? Yeah. I mean, if you you know, just want all the bands that had one hit from like the Valley Girl soundtrack to tour together, it's like next up the Plimsolls, then Modern English, and you know, then I, I not psychedelic first. They had a bunch of hits, but you know what I mean. It's just it, it would be. I, I thought about going too, but. But yeah, I thought uh, about going, but it was like sixty bucks to see the Vapors do three songs. It's like, nah, I don't think, I don't think I'll do that one. At the end, you know, like all of them, and they uh, play a bunch of uh, Huey Lewis medley. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, Huey Lewis <laughs> might might have been on that tour actually. You don't have hits between them. No, Huey Lewis has enough hits for his own tour. He doesn't need to go on some retro '80s tour. Wow, listen to you get all defensive. <laughs> Well, it's funny because uh, people, uh, our, our listeners have again and again come to my defense about Hugh Lewis. And the fact of the matter is, I haven't listened to him for like, you know, 35 years. I just enjoyed him as a youngster. Sure, Tom. Keep it going. Mm. Mm. Heart of rock and roll is still beating, Neil. It is in your house. Exactly. <laughs> in that pink house I'm, I'm of yours. <laughs> I might listen to that later. My wife looks at record too. It helps her calm down when I'm <laughs> having a hard time what color paint the, the house should be. Well, just, don't, right. just, just don't paint the walls red because that'll make everyone angry. Red rub, red rub. Yeah, exactly. Nice calming gray. Mental yep. institution gray. Lobotomy gray, we call it. Sherwin Williams, <laughs> lobotomy gray. It's part of their advertising. All right. I'm going to play another song. Because yep, I actually want to I want to talk about one other thing. And it's 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 going to be controversial. It's going to piss people off. Cause, okay. Go for it. Because, well, it, it won't piss our people off because they know, but. I, I just I'm struggling with it so much. Um, so anyway, so I'm gonna play another one from another band that I've never seen, and I almost went and saw them in Chicago, but I can't remember what happened or something that got screwed up. But it was uh, we're gonna play Gorilla Biscuits. We're gonna play the ah okay play the t- track from their actual their only full length because they just did the EP and the LP. I think I think that's reason. right. I mean, I'm sure there's been a bunch of live and stuff and best big, greatest hits and stuff. That. And then they started playing like 30 years later. I don't know if they do anything new or not. I mean, the total. Like, recorded time of their music has to be, like, under 40 minutes. Right. But, yeah, so we're going to do a title track from Gorilla Biscuits. I would guess this is mid-80s, but I'm not positive. Maybe even a little later. Uh, Start today. Gorilla Biscuits.
Gorilla Biscuits uh, start today. Did you ever find out why they're called Gorilla Biscuits? That's just a, such a such a terrible name. Is it a turd? Is a biscuit a turd? Uh, I don't know. Oh, maybe. See, I don't know. Does anybody know? Does kids... anybody know? Write into our page, everybody. Tell us. Tell us what Gorilla Biscuits means. I remember when my kids were little. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably everybody knows but us. Yeah. Um, when my kids were little, you know, we get one of these like annual zoo passes. <laughs> You're going to talk about eating Gorilla Biscuits now? Is that what you're going to talk about? We got one of these annual zoo passes. And one of the cool things about that is, like, you can, it has reciprocal things. So you can go to a bunch of other zoos. Okay. So so for one glorious year when the kids were little, we went to every zoo within driving distance. And I remember going to the Lansing Zoo, and there was this monkey that was literally pulling poop out of its butt and, like, smishing it around and pulling the straw out of his own poop and then eating the straw again. We were mesmerized. We must have sat there for, like, ten minutes watching this monkey eat its straw out of its poop. Okay, that's just that's just disgusted every one of our listeners, except well, for maybe some of our my, friends in Japan. My son, <laughs> who's watching my, <laughs> it obviously didn't warp him too bad. My son's graduating from college on my oldest son's graduating from college on Saturday, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, it'll be, be cool. I mean, he made it further than the old man. I'm a college dropout, so. So I'm a, I'm a college dropout. I'm an ignoramus. So you'll have to take what you take what you take from this. But one of the big we don't talk a lot about like the punk news stories and stuff going on this week but one of them caught my eye and hold, it's getting... hold on hold on one second i just want to interrupt yes. one second gorilla biscuit meaning and definition so it's slang term for quaaludes oh really so there you go that's something we can all get behind yeah go ahead i'm sorry can you... please continue quaaludes quaaludes were already outdated by the time i was getting into the point where i had access to any kind of drugs did you ever take quaaludes Neil? i never really took drugs to be fair no, that wasn't a thing when I when I was in high school and stuff. That wasn't a thing in England. I mean, going to never, the pub, going to the pub and getting hammered and shit faced was, but drugs weren't really a thing. Never too late, Neil. Never too late. The quaaludes. Okay. Exactly. We'll get to the summer. We'll do some ludes. We'll do some shrooms. We'll do whatever whatever we can get. Wow, and then go shooting. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I had to do that. At my house. That's an American Saturday know. right there. <laughs> I don't, man. I don't know if I can sit around my beach themed Midwestern house and do quaaludes. <laughs> You'll never get out of that chair again. So anyway, like I said, we don't we don't really get into the big the big punk news. New, I mean, the punk not punk news like the website, but the punk news stories of the week. Just because you know this show's timeless, not timely. But one of the big stories this week, I think it happened last weekend. There was a big hardcore show in New York. Did you see that? Um, I did. Yeah, there was. Uh, I don't know who played, uh, but uh... So it's actually a pretty killer bill. It was outside at Tompkins Square, which is kind of a legendary punk venue park kind of thing. I don't know if it's in Jersey or New York. I think New York, but I don't know because, like, I think I know the Undead, the great Misfits spinoff band, has a song called "Ride at Tompkins Square," and they were from Jersey, but it's probably New York. Anyway, I don't know. I'm sorry. I forgive my ignorance. Forgive my ignorance, New Jersey or New York people, but. Um, there was a big hardcore show. It was a pretty killer lineup. It was like Madball, Wisdom and Chains, Murphy's Law. I don't remember who the rest of them were. Play every day Agnostic Front, I'm assuming? No, I don't think so. I think those were the big three. I think there might have been another like smaller opening band. Hmm. Okay. But it was they figured there was between 2,000 and 2,500 people. Um, and, of course, there was no mass. It was outside. And, mm-hmm. of course, they, they were doing the hardcore thing. And so the angle that I – every angle I read on this thing – including on Punk News website and Metal Sucks and some of the other very political, even though they, you know, Punk News would never admit that they were political, but it's it's a very politically slanted site at the end of the day, um, are just just killing these bands, you know. Just, Why? Just, 
Why? Because it's such a da- it's so dangerous. Have these people all mixing together. Hold on. The CDC came out today and said you don't have to wear masks outside anymore. Yeah, that's well, the fucking they, that's CDC. Not exactly what they said, but they did say some things about about they're making some changes. But they still say you're not supposed to go in a big crowd without your mask. Blah blah blah. But that's not even my point. My point is more: why is it that these uh, and I, I'm using air quotes around punk. Why is it? When did it become punk's job to shame people who aren't following the rules? And I know, I know what I'm going to. I know some of you're saying, "Well, it's it's irresponsible. You're putting people at risk." But it's just, it's just okay. Mm. But why is that punk's job to draw, bring that out? You know what I mean? Hundred percent. I, I just don't, I just don't get it, Neil. And I, of course, made a snarky comment on the punk news one, which is basically like an echo chamber for MSNBC at this point. And. Uh, so you know, I keep getting emails, and and I'm pretty pretty well known, and and you know, I I kind of I'm I'm like the Indian with the belt that says you know this man is good for his word. He's been good around here a long time. He's you know, so I don't get disrespect the way some people would. So you know, they, they cut me some slack, but it really is it really is amazing to me. Um, and I don't know if I'll go back and answer some of them or not. Some of them people I'm very friendly with, but it was, it's just it's just bizarre to me. Somebody who grew up, you know, literally, you know, the government, you know, don't listen to the government. The government's lying to you. The government's lying to you. The government's lying to you. And then now all of a sudden we're doing it about face and we're supposed to do exactly what the government says. It's just a bizarre circumstance. And I'm not even saying don't social distance, don't wear your mask. I'm not saying that stuff. I'm just making an observance about how bizarre it is. And people, of course, oh, you're some kind of a right wing zealot or something. So, you know, anyway, I don't know. Did you you do so? What's your, you got to take on this or not really? I agree with you 100%, funnily enough. I, it, it, it fucking sickens me how everybody just falls in line immediately, even though, uh, okay, I posted something last week on my Facebook, and you might have oh. seen it because you're a friend of mine, but a lot of people didn't. I was going to put it on the on a, a Facebook group, but I decided not to because it's a personal sure. thing of mine. But it was a quote from the Bill Mar, um, a clip oh, from, the yeah, Bill, yeah. from the Bill Maher show last week. And uh, it was like how actually, despite all the virtue signaling and all that crap that... Um, I don't even say if it's a people people who who declare themselves as Democrats. Let let's put it that way, that they actually know in polls and stuff they actually know less about COVID than anybody yeah, else does. I mean, uh, and, oh, see, I knew it, Neil. I knew you were a right wing zealot. I knew it. So they so they asked you know, you know pe- people who declared themselves as Democrats or Republicans. They asked them the question: How many people? If you get COVID, what percentage yeah, of people like are, are hospitalized? And the actual answer is between one and five percent. And the de- and the people who declared themselves as Democrats thought it was as high as forty percent. So yeah, I it was even like fifty percent. Well, yeah. I wonder. But it's and he also talked about how all the coverage has been so negative. It literally, yeah. it's like a like a prolonged propaganda campaign to pound us into submission. You know, it totally is. And but it was the fact that these people that think keep thinking they're taking the moral high ground and thinking they're being so in- so intelligent, they actually know less than anybody else. The so. Thing- no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I, no it, it, I mean, and it gets me furious, but it, I see it all the time on my Facebook page. Oh, he's not wearing a mask. Oh, he's not wearing a mask. I'm, I'm still going to wear a mask if I go outside. Blah, 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 blah. And, and, you know, you still, if you can't change your behavior at all. I mean, it, I mean, some, some people make it out. I mean, and these are supposedly punk rockers, right? Some of the people that actually someone we interviewed, but it's like, you know, it doesn't sound like they're ever going to leave the house ever again. It doesn't seem yeah. like they think it's going to be safe to go anywhere for another fucking 10 years. I, I, I mean, that's their prerogative. It's just, to me, it's just a, a freedom of choice issue. And I, I, I get it, man. It, listen, if you've got vulnerable people around you, you got to do what you got to do. And if you are particularly vulnerable, you need to protect yourself. The fact of the matter is, we went on a two-week 
two weeks to flatten the curve 14 months ago. And I don't think we know very much more now than we do then. If you're basing all your information on on false news or fake news, but you think it's real, you know better than the people who believe everything in Fox News. It's just, unfortunately, you know, it's, it's, you know, Google and everything else, they know what people's preferences are. So what do they do? They feed them the news that supports what they already think. Yeah, and this is another point I made in that, in, in that post I made, which I got a couple of people angry, but it's like, if you surround yourself, don't, whatever you do, don't surround yourself with an echo chamber. Don't just look at one yeah. news site. Don't, look at everything. If look you at, want to lose faith in humanity, go on the New York Times opinion section and read the comments, or go on like a Fox News or a Britbar and read the comments section. You realize, you know... Uh, both that's si- their job. Both sides are... As, yeah, exactly. They're, they're there to... Okay, CNN seems like they're there to scare you to death about COVID. Fox News seems like they're there to scare you to death about the fucking immigrants at the border. Both, si- exactly both sites are as bad as each other. And what are they using? What's the main thing? It's like, throw a little fear into the mix. Yep. And everybody... You know, it's just... Like I said, it's just weird... That, you know, we can't trust the government, you can't trust, you can't trust the government, you know, and, and it's like, well, you got to trust the, the government on this. Well, I mean, the same government that lied to us about AIDS for 10 years before they told the truth, the same the same government that lied to us about the war on drugs for, for 20 years, 30 years before they told the truth. It's just it's just bizarre to me. And I, I just think people people who are vulnerable need to take care of themselves. We know what we do know about COVID. And, and, you know, we, we, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence, and I realize anecdotal evidence is not science. But, you know, like I, they talk about my buddy who had it very bad for a week, almost died, my age, 48 at the time, and slept next to his wife coughing all over her, and she never got it. Yeah. So there's some other factor that we're not getting. And, uh, yeah, we're 14 months into this thing, and we still don't know. We know two things. Here's what we know. And this is the bottom line, and this affects me, too. There's two things that make you die of COVID. And it's not 100%, but it's pretty damn close. If you are fat or if you are old, yeah, that's the bottom line. I know we're not supposed to say fat, but if you, it's obesity and it's age. Those are your, and obviously obesity has a lot of other things that come with it. Diabetes. Listen, man, I've done nothing but get fat the last year. I know it sucks, um, but that's you know that's that's the truth. And if you're vulnerable, you need to you need to protect yourself. And I listen. I have a lot of older people in my life that I care about. I don't want to hurt any of them, but. It's, uh, I don't know, it, it's, anyway, it's just weird to me that punks have become the most compliant citizens. Well, yeah. And it's and not, it's, I don't even think, it, I, I just don't even recognize it anymore, Neil. That's why, I'm like, I, we're going to get, you and I are probably going to get, like, excommunicated from punk. That's like, fine. Like, the way, the... Good, like, good Catholics, they pull us out because we don't believe in the main tenets anymore of, of what, has, what it's become. Well, it's, it's become this echo chamber, and that's the worst thing you can possibly... you got to look at everything, people. you got to look at everything, both sides. The worst thing is it's really not, I don't think, in that. I think there are a lot of people who do have diverse opinions, but there is such a like a mob mentality you get screamed down, you know? Yep. Oh, you should have seen on this yeah on this one post about how people say, "Oh, I'm not going to go to any gigs for it until I feel completely safe." Blah blah blah, and like some some one person dared to say something the opposite, and like thirty people fucking ganged up at him like pitches and fucking I mean pitchforks and lighted torches, right, and escorted him out. You know, it's well, um, that's the thing. Listen, I, I I can't tell you what's best for you, and you know it's and there's there's got to be some ground between. You can want people to be safe and you can want to worry about this virus, but you still can be concerned about the government basically taking over private industry for a year. And, and there's other, you know what I mean? It's everybody wants to make, it's either this or that. Either you're with us or against us. Once again, like anything slightly political, it's, it's nuanced. 
you know, it's it's but but everybody's got to make it. Oh, either you're for us or you're against us. Well, I'm for you for the most part, but I'm also against this. You know what I mean? So anyway, so so now you put me in a bad mood. I was in a happy summer mood, and now you've now you've made me angry. It's well, like I said, I don't really want to argue with people online because it's it's a horrible waste of time. It is. It doesn't make me happy. And it, like I said, my most depressed, the most depressing thing in the world to me is reading the comment section. Yep. On a Facebook article about you know the president or about any of this stuff because it really is like i mean i'm not a fan of the president but i can acknowledge when he does something good or when he does something bad we got to get away from these team cults man stop stop buying into one political ideology or the other my point step yeah. back. gotta be in the middle yeah i mean the, the middle is the place to be there's some right on some things or left on some things it's fine you're allowed to do that <laughs> You or I, we were having a discussion like like you're vaccinated, I'm not, right? It's mm-hmm. not a political thing, right? or it's or it's or we just you know we you know or you believe in the death penalty, I don't. What difference does it make? You know what I mean? It's like so so one thing you throw me on one side and you on the other. You know what I mean? It's it's just like it just doesn't matter. Right. We can all be friends, people. We can all be friends, except for when we're in groups. Apparently, when we're in groups, we cannot behave ourselves. We all have to start <laughs> yelling and screaming. Uh, anyway, I'm glad I got that off my chest. I I I, I just. People have to do what they're comfortable with. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable, particularly, but I also am not, you know, can't. I, 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 it's it's enough already of telling other people, you know, try to shaming people into. Yeah, stop preaching. Stop fucking. I mean, I, I, that's all it is. Moral high, you know, people people taking the moral high ground. People virtue signaling. You know, I'm wearing my mask. I'm doing my part. Wait, shut up, dude. The president was on a Zoom meeting the other day. He had two masks on. <laughs> I don't know if he knows how the internet works, but anyway, uh, he might not, he might not have known where he was. To be fair, that's true. But that's the other thing I wonder: is are people really mad about this, or are these just people who hate hardcore? Because it's kind of like I mean, listen, hardcore is kind of a like a macho thing. I get it; it's not for everybody, yep. and even me. I mean, I like it, but only in small quantity. It's not like I'm sitting around the house listening to Madball and you know Agnostic Front constantly. But punching, I don't mind punching holes in the new pink wall. <laughs> but once again, you know, these people are like, oh, I'll never support Wisdom and Chains again. Well, you weren't going to go see Wisdom and Chains anyway. You know oh, what I mean? To be it's fair, I've, of... n- I've never heard of Wisdom and Chains. Good, good, good New York Parker, Black Sand. Dude, did something happen to your microphone? It's, uh, is someone over there choking you, Tom? Do you need help? Did it come up? Did it come up? Look? All right. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, we're, we're going to go. get to our festival talk, people, I swear. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to play another song. <laughs> now I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> Foods, Neil. <laughs> we'll have a mosh pit in your backyard and breathe all over each other. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play... Um, what should I play next? I'm going to play a song by... Um, actually, it was a surf band at first, but then they became uh, then they became like a psych kind of band. Uh, but uh, our good friend Richard reminded me of this song. This is a song by the Barracudas, and this song is called Summer Fun. Your Plymouth dealer is a dealing man, yeah, yeah. I'm a Plymouth dealer, a dealing man. And right now I'm giving the best deal ever on that new Plymouth Baccaruda. Hey, man, the name of the Plymouth Fastback is the Barracuda. I can't pronounce Baccaruda. Yeah, well, look, man, try this. Say back. Back. Ra. Ra. Coo. Coo. Da. Da. Now put it all together. Baba, ra, ra, cuckoo, da, da. Uh, well, it ain't Barracuda, man, but I think we got a hit record.
So there, that was the Barracudas with Summer Fun. Know. Yeah. What's Did that? Did not know that one. Um, I know that. Yeah, it's a fun surfy kind of Beach Boys type song. A lot of fun. It was their first single. And um, after the band broke up, the drummer uh, became famous by going on to being the drummer at Lords of the New Church with Stiv and uh, Brian James. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was his claim to fame. So so we've been talking a lot in our little groups and whatnot about the, the summer festival season. It looks like it's going to go off. We are not having any... I don't know when local shows are coming back to Michigan. It's funny because it, it seems like like California. I know you've been eyeballing a couple. California is going to have shows yeah. before, which is really strange. Um, but so I don't. I, they're, actually, I shouldn't like Detroit area. They're doing some like they're doing some outside stuff, like like you know behind a VFW hall or something. Yep. Some like punk rock shows, which I'm I might be tempted to go if the, if the situation was right, but. It looks like the summer festival season is going to happen. I, I don't. I'm fearful of what it's going to look like, but I'm going to like proceed with caution, right? Mm-hmm. So, because like 13 months ago, we were crowing about all the amazing shows we we're going to go see. Yeah, which people people who were listening back to all uh, our old episodes are like, ah, you guys jinxed it. You guys jinxed it. That's <laughs> funny. Somebody said I, I almost can't listen to those old ones because it's like I know what's coming. Yeah, and, you know it's, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like, like yeah. When the, when the pandemic stuff first started going on, we were, I think it was even before they locked us down or anything, we were like, played us, did a whole show where every song had like sick of the title or something. Yeah, we, we did. Just, yeah, just making fun of the whole thing. Yeah. In our defense, we didn't know. Well, that's the great thing is 14 months later, we still don't know. That's the amazing thing. Yeah. Um, so, but so yeah, I, I hate to jinx us, but the fact of the matter is, I mean, I'm looking at, we're looking at the fall, right? I mean, it's. You know, it's, we're late spring now, but I mean, are you looking, I mean, is there even summer, you got anything coming up maybe? Well, um, as you just uh, kind of mentioned, um, looks like I actually have to go to California for work in mid-May. And Now, uh, unfortunately, this will already have, this will, you'll already be home probably by the time this year. <laughs> yeah, perhaps, uh, the way we're going. But, um, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I'll be, so it's fun- I'll be it's close funny because we should, go ahead. We should have. You know, earlier on, said, "Hey, uh, I'm going to be out in L.A. If anybody wants to buy me a drink or, well, I actually or reached, whatever." Yeah, I've actually reached out to Ricky Frankel and said, "You know, if you if you want to meet up, that would be cool." Um, well, maybe a, you met him before I did because Ricky and I have known each other for years, but we have never met in the flesh. Oh, there you go. But um, I'm hoping yeah. my out west trip, I can maybe catch up with some people. But anyway, so. You're going to be in beautiful Irvine, California. Yeah, which is only like, apparently, because I've never been, but apparently it's only like 20 to 30 minutes from Anaheim. And Anaheim has a place called a Doll Hut. And on the Saturday yep, that fam- I'm there... Famous, yep. Yeah, the Saturday that I'm there, um, our good friend Stalag13, who we interviewed John for the singer, um, Stalag13, it's, actually, it's almost going to be like a Oxnard thing, because Dr. No is headlining mm-hmm. Stalag13, and there's like six bands on the bill. Some of which I've never heard of, but that's fine. That's what you need for your old ass. Yeah. So that's on the Saturday. And then on that doc, I'm pretty sure is the one with like Brandon Cruz fronts now. Yeah. Yeah. The sort of more legit of the ones that are floating around. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, uh, so that's on the Saturday. And then on the Sunday, uh, you know, the original Psychobilly band from England, the Meteors are playing um, at the Doll Hut on the Sunday, the 23rd of May. I am so incredibly psyched for that. So um, hopefully so it all, it all pulls together. See, you son of a bitch. We, we just personally request an interview with you and you floundered us. <laughs> smack around a little. Um, so, I so don't want to yeah, smack around Paul. You, Thanks. You will have a car. 
Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I'm gonna because work's gonna pay for the whole thing, so the hotel, car, or the whole thing. So yeah, I'm planning on going Saturday and Sunday. Will you? So you probably fly. Will you fly into like John Wayne Airport then, yep. or will you fly into LA? No, I'll fly into John Wayne. That's right there. Which is like in Orange, Orange County, for yep. those of you who don't know. I'm learning lots of things, actually, because I was talking to a friend of mine from L.A., and we were mentioning one of the festivals in L.A., their uh, L.A. area, that Punk at the Park, which we'll get to here eventually, and he was saying that, yeah, you'd fly into Orange County for that. I'm like, well, my airport doesn't fly to there. I can fly to LAX for like 60 bucks one way. They're practically giving them away. Yeah, I hear that LAX is a fucking nightmare, though, to get out of and yeah. uh, the lines and stuff. Yeah. My airport, like here in Grand is like, super yeah that's probably like uh, anyway, midway here yeah midway is, is it is so yes yeah, so i'd say it's sort of similar to that yeah maybe it actually might be a little bigger than midway but anyway it doesn't matter so that's cool man i mean you're gonna buy tickets in advance or you're gonna see what happens um i don't have my definite dates yet but i know that the see the problem is the actual majority of the work we're doing is over the weekend um, you know, so people aren't uh-huh. so so people aren't down, the machines are, are getting you know are getting uh, worked on. So and it's probably going to be over a weekend, so they're not down for long. So it depends on how that goes. Uh, so there's a chance I could miss the Saturday show, but I definitely do not want to miss the Sunday show. I don't want to miss the meteors. So um, yeah. What's that? Come home. Um, well, like I said, um, the, like what date? Yeah, the dates aren't definite yet, but I think it's probably going to be the Tuesday, the twenty fifth. Are you gonna bring your Are you gonna bring your laptop? Are we gonna do one live from your hotel room. And we probably could. I might not have my good microphone and stuff there, but we'll definitely be able to do something. Yeah, for sure. Well, like I said, you're gonna be in Southern California. I want you to walk around the streets until you find a homeless meth head former singer of some great like uh, <laughs> L.A. punk band. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to get Ricky Frankel to take me to Amoeba, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, yeah. Well, so man, Rick... like I said, I'd be super jealous if you guys meet up. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he, uh, so, he, he's like the one person I think I know that's in that vicinity kind of thing. I've got another friend who's out there, but he's going to Hawaii that weekend, so that sucks. I have a couple of uh, pretty loyal listeners out there. Way I'll mention it to you later. So. Okay, that sounds cool. Um, so, um, so I have committed. I have my tickets. I have my hotel. I am going to punk rock bowling. And I've wanted to go for years, and I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh, the lineup is good. It's not as mind-boggling as it's been in some years. Right. But so that is my that is what I am committed to so far. Okay. What do you think? So they they just put the full lineup out this week. I know you weren't super bold over, but your thoughts on the lineup? Um. Well, let's see. So headlining. So it's on the tw- hold on. It's September twenty fourth to twenty sixth. Yep. And on the Friday, it's, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So on the Friday, headlining is No FX. Yep. Saturday's headline is a Circle Jerks, and Sunday it's Devo. So Devo is kind of ending the show, right? Um, some of the other notable bands. You, I was thinking the Circle Jerks would wrap it up. No, Circle Jerks is Saturday. Devo is Sunday. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so you got to stay the full thing to watch Devo, dude. You, oh, but you're uh, you're staying till like Monday or Tuesday, right? Yeah, we're not going home. We'll go home Monday anyway. Yeah. So you'll be. Well, fine. and here's the other here's the other thing with this particular trip. So Scott and I, my buddy Scott and I, we go to all the shows together. Um, we're bringing our wives, so they will chill by the pool or whatever during the day. Maybe they'll go see some shows at night or whatever. Um, so it's it's that kind of a deal. They won't go to the, like the festival grounds with us. Um, but our thinking was, if it gets canceled, which I don't know if it will or won't, 
then we'll just go to Vegas and sit by the pool. Or if, you know, if things are sort of semi-locked down, maybe we'll drive out to the Grand Canyon or the Hoover Dam or something. Yeah, it'll still be fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so pretty, pretty much. I mean, it's still going to be like 85, 90 degrees and, you know, sunshine. It's, you know, September in Vegas is beautiful. So, um, so it, there's sort of less risk there than there would be in something else. You know. Well, well, okay. So let's talk about some of the let's talk about some of the some of the support bands for those. So the yep. three had three headliners. So some of the support bands, uh, Frank Turner. I could really care less about that. How about you? I've seen him a bunch of times, and sometimes he's really good, and sometimes it's it's hit yeah. or miss with me. Menzinger. So that, oh God. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about the Menzingers either. Yeah. So the big one, the other ones on Friday that I think are really cool. I like all a mm-hmm. lot. All anti-flag. I, I saw them. I saw all twice in like the mid '90s, and I haven't seen them since. So that'd be cool. They were they played Riot Fest one year when I was there, and we couldn't get our butts around to the festival grounds fast enough. Hmm. Um, and then the Queers, which would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, bad cop, bad cop is a good live band. There's got, uh, all you got, women. You got pairs, uh, so pairs. I'm pretty different to pairs. Um, yeah. FYP is a cool band. You know them? That's the guys from like Toys That Kill. Fine Young like, Pussy. Uh, what does that stand for? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh boy you have to cut that out and you have to censor yourself i don't know what's going to and then uh i seized up um which is a cool newer hardcore band with the singer from blast oh really and then so, you got, and then you got uh the, you, got, you got the agro lights so that, that'll be that'll be a good chance for you to like to even get something to eat <laughs> Yeah, I'm not like well. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely stuff. Well, there's stuff I don't even recognize. Like there's somebody called Roy Ellis. I have no idea who that is. Well, that's the Agrolots. That's the Agrolots. Oh, is that what it is? That's yeah, the guy from it. Okay. Yeah, he's of Simmerip, well, I believe. I, he's from Simmerip, and then he's but he's, he's playing with the Agrolots. So it's some old well, you school have, stuff. Uh, you have to have time to go get beer and go take a leak and look at the merch and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. Matter of fact, Saturday night, the second biggest band on the bill. Uh, Circle Jerks headline, uh, second biggest band on the bill is Streetlight Manifesto. I have virtually no interest in Streetlight Manifesto, so. Yeah, you can go, look, watch at, you can go look at the street. I prefer to look at the streetlights and actually I'm, watch I, the band. I might watch them 10 minutes just so I can say I've seen them because I've never seen them. And the other, the other one on Saturday that's really fascinating to me, and I don't really follow this band, but a lot of people love this band, is Leftover Crack. Oh, God, yeah. Nonsense. Yeah, it's terrible. Not really my, it's not really my thing, but I am curious to see them. And then, of course... Then Saturday, you have a couple of bands for me that I've never seen that I'm super excited about, and that is uh, Youth Brigade and Gri- Gorilla Biscuits and Youth Brigade. They play mm-hmm. like back to back. They better not have a freaking scheduling conflict. That pisses me off when the older bands have a, you know, overlap. And and further down the list, you got the Bronx. I'm not really into the Bronx. And you got the Agrilites. And see, and the other one that I think would be cool, I've never seen Good Riddance. Good Riddance. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a huge Good Riddance fan, but I think that'll be cool. Yeah, the early stuff's good. Yeah. And then um, Sunday, of course, you got Devo headlining. You got Luna Chicks, which, you know, I was a pretty big fan of a lot of those kind of 90s Riot Girl bands, but I actually do not know Luna Chicks very well. That surprises me that they're number two on the bill, to be fair, with Lauren's well, arms, be, you know, up there. Uh, you like, know. Well, yeah, and then you got Murder City Devils, another band which I really don't know at all. Oh, don't you? I thought they, aren't they from Detroit? I thought you'd be all over those guys. Maybe. No, I don't think so. No? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then, of course, you got Municipal Ways to I Love Thrash, Lawrence Arms, and eh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't dislike Riverboat Gamblers. They're all right. Uh, there's a couple down the bottom you might like uh, Bishop's Green. Yep. They're real cool. Oi Bands, right? Yep. Um, the English Beat. Uh, I wonder if they're a case now. Uh, okay, so the, the English Beat, it's one of those things where there's an English version of the English Beat and there's an American version of the English Beat. Mm. 
So the American th- would be ironic. I think I think this version has got the original uh, singer and songwriter, but I don't think anybody of- else in the band. I think it's, okay. I think he's the only original member in the band. And the English version that plays in England has got well, they had Rankin Roger before he died, but I think it's got the other members of the band. So I think this one might just be. Uh, I can't remember his name. I'm drawing a blank on his name. God damn it. So, yeah. so you, your first thought, your first preference was probably to go to rebellion. Yeah. Let's talk about that one a second. So, okay. So well, let's, you wanna, why don't you play a song and then, uh, actually, it's your, your actually it's your turn. Okay. I can't remember what I told you I was going to play. Let me see. Uh, circle jerks. You t- just talked about Saturday. So circle jerks when the shit hits the okay, fan, yeah. correct? Yeah. You know, it's funny because uh, we after our last episode, uh, our friend Paul corrected me and said, you know, uh, Pablo Picasso was by Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers. And I actually knew that, but that wasn't the version I heard first. Or at some some point I knew that. It was the plugs, right? We talked about the plugs. Wasn't it the plugs? Uh, yeah, they did. Ever, yeah, Do you, John, remember yeah, but... you remember this conversation at all on the last uh, one? Not or really. To be fair, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I knew that was Jonathan Richmond. I well, listened to, to it just yesterday. That? Was that the version on the... Oh, I don't know. Anyway. All right. Forget it. Pretend... I, I, I take back what I said I know or don't know. Okay. All right. Let's do... So, okay. So, this one was... They, there was actually a... Thomas. A version of this on the Repo Man soundtrack. It's from the Circus third album. Kind of... They did those three kind of, you know, uh, group sacks, Wild in the Street, and then Golden Shower Hits. And then I think it was quite a while before the next one after that. But anyway, I always like Golden Shower Hits. I think it's an underrated record. And we're going to play the original version of When the Shit Hits the Fan.
So, when the shit hits the fan by Circle Jerks, the original version, not the not the it's weird acoustic version. They're all better dead. Yeah. Um, and by the way, did you see Record Store Day? They're doing a... My friend Randy got all excited because they were doing a re-release of Repo Man soundtrack. But it's not the original songs. It's all been re-recorded <laughs> by some yeah. some bunch of doofuses doing like acoustic versions. So, fuck that. Yeah, I, I can't imagine why you'd want that over the original, but, you know, yeah. maybe it'll be good. Yeah, no, it won't be. Um, so, Rebellion. Let's talk about Rebellion a second. So, yeah, I had originally thought about going to Rebellion this year. Because let's just, okay, let me go over at least what the... Trying to find the official site and see what the, what I have the lineup is. I, I have it right here. So, okay. it, it is... Like. Now, the, the unfortunate thing about it is it's probably the earliest one of these festivals. Because it's August 5th through the 7th. So, August is only, what, three months away. So I don't know if this is actually going to even happen. August can't be three months away. Let me see. May, June, July. Yeah, like four months, I guess. Well, we're almost in. We're in May right now, right? So May, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. So the the, the lineup. The lineup right now. I mean, this blows away. If this happens, this blows away pretty much any one of these other festivals, I'd say. Because you've got Bad Religion. Bad Religion. Oh, your your favorite. Yeah, Bad Religion, Coxbarra. Stiff Little Fingers, Shram 69, Circle Jerks, Henry Rollins, mm. The Exploited, The Undertones. So, so just, to be, just to be clear, Henry Rollins does spoken word. He doesn't play music. Um, is, he, is he not doing his band thing at all? He, he, hasn't, he hasn't played music for years and oh, years. Oh, okay. All right. Um, he'll, just lecture, he'll lecture you on wearing a double mask and uh, social distancing. <laughs> Well, or he, or he, or he could be just the opposite. He might surprise you. He might come out like in his speedo and just jump about. Um, just his black Richard Simmons shorts. No, uh, <laughs> Rollins is a smart guy. I like to listen to him talk for the most part. Yeah, I used to have some like, spoken word albums back in the day. So uh, the exploited, the undertones, Cockney Rejects, yep. Steve Ignorant doing Crass, yep. An- Angelic Upstarts, Tom Robinson Band, Discharge, UK Subs, GBH, Subhumans. Peter and Attest to Babies, Anti-Nowhere League, DOA, Bouncing Souls, Conflict. I mean, this is crazy lineup, right? It Doyle. Really Doyle? Yeah. <laughs> but boy. Bon Gen, Final Game, I'll believe when I see it. Yeah, boy, uh, Booze and Glory, uh, 999, Newtown Neurotics. Uh, I mean, it's seriously, funny, this is crazy. So now we're getting into the very small bands, and you've so you got Chelsea, 999, these classic punk bands way yeah. down at the bottom. you got your, got your Barstool Preachers, your favorite, yeah. um, the you Crack. Got, yeah, Protex, the Gonads, the Mau Maus, the Drones, for God's sakes. Svetlana's from Russia? Yeah. Uh, what is it? So tickets cost for that? Um, I you think could it, not be named the guitar player from the Dwarves? I think it's, they've got a, a lovely band here called Tiger Sex, which sounds good to me. Um... I think it's like 200 pounds for the if you want to do all four days. I think it's something like that. However, that's like that's like 250 bucks. That's like 300 270 now. bucks. De- depend depending on the depending on the exchange rate okay. of the day, I'd say it's about 300. because I know because Fest in Florida and Punk Rock Bowling just standard tickets. It's it's right around 200 bucks. Okay. So now I was planning on going to this. Okay. However, yesterday I checked on the. English or the British government immigration website and to go to England right now you have to um, you know, first of all you have to take a COVID test and be negative two days before you go um, when you okay. arrive uh, you have to quarantine uh, quarantine quarantine for 10 days and then take another mm. and then take another two COVID tests 
Uh, the, that, those are the official yeah. rules, right? So with those rules... So you have three-week vacations just yeah. have any vacation. Yeah. So exactly, exactly. So with those COVID rules, there's not a fucking chance in hell that I'm going. And I can tell you right now, there's not a there's not a chance in hell that Bad Religion, Circle Jerks, Henry Rollins, or any of those other American bands are going to be there. So, I don't think so. Un- unless unless those unless those rules get tight go get loosened up, there's no way that any of those bands are going to be there. And is there like a tiered? Yeah. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is, okay, even if. And I'm sure the British people love to see Bad Religion. You know, we, we Bad Religion is a mixed bag. It's one of our definitely most most debated bands among our little among our little group because some people love them, some people hate them. But um, it's still a good lineup if the American bands don't show up. It is. See, Bad Bad Religion's been there a couple of years ago. I think Circle Jerks would be the biggest loss just because who knows how long they'll be around for again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. But, I agree. but that is boy, that is like a who's who of oi bands. The problem is, so you get you get down the list, you get to like a Chelsea or even like a Peter and the Test Two Babies. I mean, I, I'd be afraid some of them are sad at this point, um, you know. I but I don't know. Chelsea songs, might be. obviously. Yeah, Chelsea might be. Great, great songs. Um, yeah, but it's just you know, what do you get? I don't. Well, know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. If you don't like them, you can go to one of the stage and watch somebody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it, yeah. Boy, there's no shortage of bands, and I, no. the thing, the, it, it's a little tempting. You know, I've never been to Blackpool. Obviously, have you ever actually been to Blackpool or no? I have. I have been to the sad, <laughs> the sad resort town depressing. that is Blackpool. <laughs> but that being said, the venues are like really old. Yeah, it, it, it's it's got a lot of personality. Well, and it's supposed to be wonderful. Just a wonderful uh, atmosphere and stuff of like old punks coming together and uh, and hanging out and just having a really really fun four days. It's supposed to be a fantastic time. See now, there there is a certain amount of temptation to be dragging my forty eight year old ass over there and being like the young Turk, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, exactly, sixty year old. But um, you know, we we you and I have privately discussed this. I don't know that Mrs. Trauma is really interested in sitting in you know cloudy black Blackpool. <laughs> Yeah. Four days. Yeah. Well, well, you come home smashed out of your mind every night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Running around with these, you know, sixty-year-old women wearing their, you know, yeah, exploited shirts. Thinking they're tw- thinking they're twenty-five. Um, but as as a as a bill, I think that's the best. But I don't even know to tell you the truth. This is even going to happen. So I don't think I'm going to well, be going to it anyway. So well, be good. That'll give you more opportunity to come join me in. Uh, in Las Vegas, because at least then you're in Las Vegas. Right. That, no, that's happen. true. No, that that's true. I mean, obviously, I would be able to see my family and stuff, and that would be a bonus too. But yeah. um, it just with those Once with those again, with those crazy you rules, gotta, with you got to use a lot of your vacation just to go over there. That sucks. Yeah, and I I, I tell you what, you know what's even weirder? If you're in a con, if um, so, the U.S. that would the the ten day quarantine was the rule. Now, if you're from a country that's on the red zone. Which is like a, there's a lot of countries that are supposedly you know very high COVID infections, so they're in the, oh, the red yeah. zone or whatever. Yeah. The, get get this, the quarantine is 14 days, and you have to stay in a government hotel. So they basically monitor you to make sure that you don't leave for 14 days. <laughs> so last time I stayed in a government hotel, my dad had to bring money for him to let me out. Is that how that works? <laughs> basically, and it costs like two thousand pounds for the 14 days. <laughs> I don't know how they think anybody is actually going to do this. It is insane. But there you go. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely sounds out. Well, and I saw, but it's funny because I saw that the EU is going to allow, if you're fully vaccinated, they're going to allow American tourists this year. Yeah, you got to remember, though, England's not in the EU anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get that. Yeah. But I just wonder why England would be more strict. Plus, 
Um, but the other thing is, I mean, okay, so I'm, I'm going to go to Europe. I've never, I've never been to Europe, right? I mean, I'm, it's it's something my wife and I really want to do. I mean, is things going to be open? I want I want Europe to be, you know, open and fun, and I, you know, I want to sit in a little cafe in Paris and smoke cigarettes and and get <laughs> and get made fun of by American by French people. <laughs> exactly. Can I have some ketchup for these crepes? They're very flavorless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the only people we yeah. like is the Swedish, right? The French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just kidding. So, so yeah. So that's just, why do you play a song, Tom? Oh no, it's me. It's me. It's me. Yeah, yeah it's right. It's me. Right, I'm gonna play um, one of the bands that's playing a lot of these uh, festivals this year. I am gonna play Teenage Bottle Rocket with their big hit, "Summertime." Teenage Bottle Rocket. with summertime i saw they are doing a bunch of them and you know the thing with with punk rock bowling too the other thing about it is they they do the club shows and sometimes they get some really cool club show stuff and they also have the pool parties which we're staying at the hotel that has the pool parties where you literally just stay in the pool with your drink and the bands play um the um i am a little bummed out that there's not more like i figured there'd be more like west coast bands 
You know, I thought there might be like a Dickies or a right. Adolescence or something like that, you know, or Fear. And maybe they will still, you know. Um, but on the main stage, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. So we'll see. We'll but to... listen. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so uh, while well, talking about that, let's talk about, so what was that, uh, what was that festival in the park or whatever you were just talking about? Let's talk well, about let's that talk, one in a second. Let's talk about the worst of them first. Oh, okay. Except well, I was going to, I was going to go date wise. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. this is September 2 close i mean you got it you got it you got it when you talk worst punk fest doesn't even deserve to be called a punk fest anymore what do you got to talk about you got to talk about riot fest right oh i you know what i didn't even i, I didn't even <laughs> that's so, I, I, I did i didn't even have that on my list to be fair it's <laughs> so brutal neil so there's definitely some bands on here that i've seen and wouldn't mind seeing again no question about it there's some good bands but there's literally not one like what I'd call bucket list band on here for me. So the first headliner is not revealed yet. The the highest the highest build band they have on here, the Smashing Pumpkins. Okay, I thought My Chemical Romance was supposed to be playing. No, nope. they? 2022, they pushed that off. Oh, for fuck's sake, really? Okay. They got Smashing Pumpkins. I mean, literally the seventh best grunge band. Yeah. And, and they got Run the Jewels, who I know is very popular. They're a hip-hop, like, kind of punk hip-hop band, right? Yeah, that's, that's very riotous right there, right? Yeah, they've got the Pixies, Coheed and Cambria, Taking Back Sunday, Sublime with Rome, oh, Dirty geez. Heads. I mean, it's like you get to, if you get more than halfway down, oh, Go Go Bordello, horrible, uh, Circle Jerks. So they're like literally more than halfway down the bill. And then Thrice, and then Circus Survive. I just cave. I don't even know what some of this stuff is. Best Coast, Bayside. Okay, down the fifth line, you got L7, who is really good. So, you know, female, so so they'll play day. for they'll play for like twenty five minutes then. Yeah, middle of the day. Well, yeah. probably forty, but it'll be the middle of the day. And then you got Pup, who is I I can't stand. I know a lot of people love Pup. I just can't get it at all. And then way way down the small letters, you got like Living Color, which to me that's a cool band. You remember them from like the late eighties? Oh, yeah. Sure do. All, yeah. All black. Man, they were really yeah. good actually. And saves the day. You got Fishbone, which would be really cool. But way down, I mean Fishbones. I mean you got. Fishbone way down there, and you got Vic Menza and Loopy Fiasco. I don't even know who that is. Loopy Fiasco I mean, is a, yeah, he's a Chicago rap guy, right? He's a rapper, okay. Yeah. And then way down at the bottom there, you got a couple of your favorites. Well, you got Radkey, our buddy Mark's favorite, one yeah. of his favorites, and then you got Stubby and the Gang, but that's literally like second to last. They're gonna play at like eleven fifty. With yeah, if the, I mean, yeah, yeah, if and that's if UK bands are even allowed in the in the US at that point, but yeah, atrocity. All right. So what? What you want to talk about that punk in the park? Yeah, because I mean, this is a line as a lineup. This one is, this one is pretty damn good actually, because it's it's short and concise, right? It's only two days. Well, yeah. Yeah. Somebody said that on our in our little group, and I actually agree with that. He said just the right amount of these things where there's like twenty bands a day do get a, to be a little much. But but you know, like like punk rock bowling for example, if there's nothing good playing at noon, I'm not going at noon. You know. Right. I'll, I'll wait till 4 o'clock till the, you know, the lineup will be out the day before. So this one, see, and this this is has one of those irritating lineups, if we're being honest. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, but you were just complaining about there's no West Coast bands at uh, Punk Rock Bowling. That's because they're all playing this. <laughs> they're probably all uh, contracted to do this. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if it's Friday and Saturday or Saturday it's, and Sunday. It's, you got... Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, November 6th, okay. Sunday, November 7th. So Saturday night, you got the headliners Pennywise. Yep. Which... I'm not anti-Pennywise, but they don't deserve to headline over what's to come. Um, the second, and then you got the Vandals, who 
I know you were kind of defending, but it's not really the Vandals, right? No, it's, it's not. You're right, you're right. I agree. Yeah. It's the original drummer playing bass. Yeah. And a bunch of other guys. That, that being said, they've had the same lineup for like 25 years or something. But um, And then Lagwagon, you know, Fat Wreck, kind of classic era. Very popular. Not not my thing, but very popular. Um, and then and then you get Fear, TSOL, and Guttermouth. Yeah, I mean, how does Fear play second, you know, Oh, I, I just don't get yeah, it. Yeah, how is Lagwagon over Fear? Yeah, I agree with that. You know? Yeah. And I like TSOL's Dance with Me album. It came out like 1981 or whatever. It's it's a stone cold classic. Um, I mean, Pennywise doesn't have an album that's that classic. And the Vandals, I mean, their first EP is great, but um, and then Guttermouth opens, which you know, Guttermouth, Guttermouth is what they are. Well, they, they are what they. Well, no, you then know? you've got then you got below that you got the Bomb Pops, which you know you got Pulley, and then oh, pull. yeah, and then then Last Gang and Hilltop Rats, who I've never heard of, but there you go. Okay, see, I don't have the very bottom of the thing. Okay, and then Sunday night, you got no effects. Once again, big draw, big, you know, yep. gateway band for a lot of people. I, 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 I've I, seen them a few times, and there's been times where I've been eating out of their hand and times where I just couldn't have been less impressed. So you just you, you really never know what you're going to get with those guys. they got to get their, like, drug and alcohol mix right. <laughs> I suppose I do, too. Yeah, that's true. Everybody has to get It's an exact match, Tom. It's exact. It's chemistry. <laughs> A lot of moving parts. Yeah. You got me first in the Gimme Gimmies, which I don't think Fat Mike plays with them anymore. They're like a punk like cover band, right? Play yep. a lot of like these songs. They're, yep. they're, they're actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, then you got the Balancing Souls, who I, I, I do like their old stuff quite a bit. Uh, Strung Out, another sort of uh, classic, you know, Epifat type band, a little more metally. Um, and then the Dickies. Yeah, the Dickies. Like, yep. Once again, how the Dickies tumble that far down the bill? Yep. Agreed. A very important band playing at what, like six thirty or something? Well, and then you've got Teenage Bottle Rocket. Yep. Authority Zero. Okay. DI is almost at the bottom of the bill. Oh. And then yeah. get and then get dead. Who everybody had had that as their favorite album of the year last year. So and you know, do anything. as as I mean, as a lineup, that's there's a lot of well, it's all the big California. I mean, it's only missing Social Distortion, basically, right? <laughs> Tickets for that cost. I did not actually go as far as looking at that. Um, let me take Just a quick me. look. Yeah. Punk in the park. Uh, Complete all star lineup. Oh, so this isn't even even the even the full lineup. So you have to go to you have to go to Southern California. So obviously, yeah, it's let in Silverado, California, wherever the hell that is. Oh, okay. Actually, it's not bad, dude. It's not bad. So general admission is forty five to fifty nine. And for the full weekend, it's eighty-five to ninety-nine. Huh. Okay. Now, if you go VIP, yeah, VIP for the whole weekend, two hundred bucks. That's not. I mean, I hate to say that's not bad, but it's really not. I mean, of course, I had to fly to, you know. Yeah. So VIP <laughs> VIP gets you access to VIP lounge with shade. So I assume there's a bar there. Um, one hour early entry, unlimited beer tastes. So there you go. Wow. Yeah, and then there's also a meet and greet admission. Um, I want to get a want to get a drunk hangout with Fletcher from Pennywise, the guitar player. He's a real live wear. Yeah, meet and greet with band members with commemorative poster. There you go. Mm. Maybe like, uh, maybe Fat Michael puke on you. That'll be good. I'm all like mangled up, like <laughs> carrying around all day. No, no, but still, to be fair, I mean that. I mean, it's a that's a that should be a pretty fun, pretty fun time. I would imagine, right? That one. Yeah, you know it. 
it's funny, you know, because one of the options, and I didn't get the VIP for Punk Ride Rolling, and, and when I bought them, they were sold out. Now they made some more available, so maybe I should think about upgrading. But I know they have one that has, like, in-and-out privileges. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go over there and stay. But the fact of the matter is, man, if you buy records or something, yeah, sucks to have to carry it around the whole time. You know? Well, that's a good point, because what, last time I went to Riot Fest, um, I bought a Social D album on white vinyl, I think, and uh, before they were playing. And of course, when you have that, you don't want to go to the front of the of the pit. You know, you don't want to go into. The, well, actually, it's so crowded. It's not even the pit. It's just is what it is. It's just a big mass of people. So I stayed right at the back because I didn't want to break this damn album. So that's a good point. Hmm. So yeah. Um, so anyway, that's that one's November sixth and November seventh. So, uh, but that one doesn't look bad as a, as a smaller uh, thing. That that that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty solid one. Um, tell you what. Why don't you play another song and then we'll go? To, then, then we'll go to the worst one. What Riot Fest? We already did. No Fest. Oh Fest. No, I think Fest is better than Riot Fest. You think? Okay. Yes. Right. I mean, dude. Was, uh, well, anyway, I am still keeping an open mind to Fest. And there's one other one. I'll play another song here in just a second. But there's so the other thing that we've seen the ascendancy of Neil, and you and I are both anti this, but a lot of our listeners are not. Is the camping festival oh shit yeah um that's not you know, for when me I was a but kid, sure when i was a kid i went camping literally like one weekend a year like we had a whole giant group of friends like my parents friends and as a kid i did think it was the cat's meow i tried a couple times as an adult it's just not for me i went to a one of these camping festivals that i reviewed for punk news and man i got free everything they really treated me well but it was i i, I can't sleep everybody's up partying all night right and I'm like a 45 year old guy laying in the tent, and there literally people just screaming next to your tent all night long. Um, I mean, they should, you know, have like a, I don't know, maybe if I had like a, I borrowed like a buddy's like little pop up camper or something, I could, I could stand it. I don't know. But the one, the one that I find really interesting, and I is, you know, because I know a lot of bands from Pittsburgh. I told the story about how I camped at the one camping thing I went to. I camped next to a guy from Pittsburgh, and he kind of introduced me to a bunch of Pittsburgh bands. And they're doing one. I think it's called Punksylvania. Okay. And the queers are headlining, which is great. But there's another. They're getting one other band up that I've never seen that I love. I don't know how I never saw them. Blank seventy seven. You remember them? Oh yeah, sure do. Yeah, fun band. Yep. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to call an, an audible and actually change my song to a blank 77 song. Even though Just you're because. not even though you're not going to see him. Well, I'm probably not going to, but now I feel like hearing a blank blank 77 song. Okay, um, then. So, anyway, yeah, they uh let me double check make sure it's easy to find. Um so I'm sort of tempted to do that and once again, that's a cheap thing, you know. It's not like you're staying at a, you know, Vegas hotel or something. But I don't know, man. And it would have people to hang out with. I think it would be fun, but uh, uh, I don't know. Let's do it, Neil. You want to do it? Get a big old tent? I got a big tent I could borrow. Uh, no, there's not a chance in hell you'll get me into a tent, my friend. Nothing against you. Uh, but camping is not for me. So that's just... <laughs> and this is from a guy friend. who used to stay in like abandoned military shelters at the shore when he was a kid. Still won't <laughs> go to the tent. At least All I right. had a roof over my head. <laughs> exactly. All and right, so let's, let's play... Let's do Blanks 77, I Want to Be a Punk, from their great Tanked and Pogoed album.
Okay, blank 77 there with I Wanna Be a Punk. I think we might have actually played that on the show before. Oh, that sounds like something I would have done. Maybe. Yeah. No, there we go again. I mean, I, my, original, my original plan, guys, was to play Devo, Gates of Steel, which I love. But I figure we have more of a chance of getting sued if we played bigger bands, so. <laughs> True enough, but we've never played Devo, actually. I think that would have been our first Devo. Um, well, listen, we'll get to it. I love some Devo. Just to break in a second, uh, breaking news. Um, the uh, the punk, uh, and I'm making inverted uh, quotes here, um, model slash, uh, I don't know what you would call influencer, Aaron Miklow. Yep. Yep. I guess Clownvis must have paid us some money. Uh, your good friend Clownvis from... Uh, oh, I love Clownvis. Yeah, Clownvis. yeah she's, uh, she's repping his stuff now. So she's got a t- Clownvis t-shirt and Clownvis stickers. So he must have paid her to do whatever it was. And you know. mental note, Neil, our next Christmas episode, which you know is going to be quite a ways from now, we must play the Clownvis classic on our friend uh, Matt's Failure Records and Tapes. Don't be a bitch or you won't get stuff for Christmas. We'll play that. All right. I thought you were Class. gonna. I thought you were gonna say we're gonna have to pay Aaron Micklow to wear a punk till I die shirt or something. <laughs> you know, somebody on one of the punk pages I'm on, which is about 500 different punk pages on Facebook, actually screenshot their conversation with her. Oh yeah. See that by any chance? No, and I didn't. About, I didn't. But man, I'm interested. What? How was it? About, it was just a flat out negotiation. Hey, I'll you know take. X amount of pictures in your merch and blah, blah, blah. And this is the flat out cost. And I guess, you know, he was trying to sort of shame her, I think, by. But, you know, that's that's how she makes a living. Yeah, that is how she makes a living. Yep. And you know what else? It doesn't influence me. So <laughs> take that for this, you know. I mean, she has played like 50,000 followers or whatever, but I don't know if anyone's she's actually going to buy. Attractive woman who's not afraid to show a little cleavage. And, you know, she's got a big Liberty Spikes and. I have sort of a hard time taking her seriously. I mean, maybe like her record collection would put mine to shame and maybe we would have a great time talking about, you know, the best exploited album from the mid eighties, but I just I have a hard time taking her seriously. Yeah, I don't think so, mate. I don't think she'd put you right. <laughs> I don't think she's her record collection so, would put know, you to I shame, but Depo, right? I thought you were gonna say she'd OD'd or something, you know, or that she was dead or something. No, so, well no, well, no I, wish, but... I, I wish her no ill will. Um you know, our friend Jayhawk talked about how she's a real you know, she's a really nice person so i'm just saying i was just surprised it was it was clownvis that she was because i didn't think a clownvis was trying to make the big time so your records and tapes maybe has expanded their uh, advertising budget yeah maybe so yeah yeah we'll have to ask yeah for sure we'll have to ask matt maybe i probably told this story but i'll tell it again anyway because i actually ran into saturday we went out with some friends to dinner and we met up with some other old friends one of those situations where like he was a good friend of ours in high school and they he dated this girl in high school and you know they of course split up after high school whatever and they both married other people and now they're like in their mid 40s and they're back together hmm. so we all met up for dinner and he loves to talk about the old days chad actually his name's chad he played bass in my band when i was when we were younger and stuff he's a good dude good friend of mine don't see him very often but he was reminding me of when we went and saw Lollapalooza, and he knew the year which i couldn't remember it was 1997 we went and saw Lollapalooza up here at this little like dumpy outdoor shack mm-hmm. out, up in northern michigan and Devo was the headliner. Oh, wow. And so we had, like, the cheap lawn seats. Did I ever tell the story? Uh, no, yeah. no. Never heard this one. And we had, like, the cheap lawn seats, right? And there's, like, the seated area in the front. I mean, this place is really rustic. It had, like, log seats or whatever. But we're back in the lawn, and the second-to-last band to play was Tool, who was very, very popular around here. Mm-hmm. So everybody was watching. And after Tool played, everybody left. So we kind of bum-rushed the front, and we got to see Devo right up front, and so this was 97, 24 years ago, 
they were amazing. Yeah, so that was the only time I got to see Devo. So I'm actually super looking forward to seeing Devo again. Break your mama's back. Hmm. So anyway, that's my Devo story. Not so, a like a personal one, but so maybe we should have played Devo. Then is that what you're saying? Maybe we'll play it some other time. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll play us out with that. Um, but okay, so let's we've saved the best slash worst for last. Um, and this and that doesn't mean I'm not going to go because there's a very good chance I'm still going to go because Mark is very nice. And... I, have, I have not ruled it out at all. Yeah, it seems yeah, it's yeah. almost convenient not to go to. Yeah. Even yeah. though my airplane does not fly to Jacksonville, so I might have to come join you at O'Hare or wherever. Um, well, I, it's basically equidistant Jacksonville or Tampa, to tell you the truth. Um, I think well, Jackson... I can, but I think pretty cheap. So okay. So we just make Mark just all over the state to pick us up. Go get you. <laughs> You up in Jacksonville, get me in Tampa. I mean, I, I I have to admit, it might be a bit more punky than um, than Riot Fest, but it's so much younger punky, and that I don't recognize. My down, my downstairs bathroom is more punky than Riot Fest. Yeah, true enough. Um, I don't really recognize many of these bands. I mean, okay, headlining both nights is Hot Water Music. Who I'm I can... cool with that. I mean, they're not like they're not like my favorite, but I I don't mind them. Yeah. Um, then Gorilla Biscuits, who you've mentioned already. Uh, Frank Turner. Actually, this is some of the same people that is playing. See, that's, that's kind of one of the problems, actually, is that Punk Rock Bowling sort of kicked the legs out of the bands that I really wanted to see at Fest, yeah. other than Teenage Bottle. Who, like I said, I would not be shocked if still shows up at Punk Rock Bowling in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So, uh, Hot Water Music, Gorilla Biscuits, Frank Turner, Lawrence Arms, Murder by Death. Don't know them. Um, Good Heard Riddance, who we've already mentioned. The Wonder Years, don't know them. Planes Mistaken for Stars. Torche. Yeah. Really. Teenage Bottle Rocket. Friend, friend down in Florida, I think, loves them. Teenage Bottle Rocket, yay. Yep. Um, Strike Anywhere, yeah, they're okay. Yep. Um, Modern Life is War, Comeback Kid, Wilhelm oh. Scream. Oh, Fucking Mustard Plug, Cobra Skulls. Okay, Mustard Plugger, my dudes. I'd go see them. That could be fun. Yeah, Red City Radio. Chris Gethard. Uh, is he, yeah, he playing music? Okay, so here's so he look at this middle section here, Neil. I'm looking at this ad for this. So there's three full album shows, and I swear I've never heard any of these. Right? My Orange performing the record played. Are you looking at like the full ad? I am. I don't know what any of this like, is. <laughs> album just like wow. Oh great. Oh amazing. The farewell band is going to pay the entire in passing album. Who's what's what's in passing? Do we know what that is? Oh, see down at the bottom, you got the copyrights. They're cool. War on women. I'm against them because they diss the dickies. Uh, Spanish love songs. I mean, it's one of these things where these bands, I just I I don't know any of them. And I'm I'm looking for like a real winner down at the bottom there because uh, copyrights are cool. They're from. Uh, some up there by you, somewhere one of the suburbs, uh, Chicago suburbs. There you go. Uh, we, we got one. Okay, cars down at the bottom. That would be cool. They're from Seattle. They're, you know, we had John on. They're, they're, I'd like Who? to see them. That'd be fun. Who? Dead bars. Oh, dead bars. Yeah. Then we got Kepi Gooley and B Face. That might be all right, right? Oh, that's cool. B Face from the Queers and uh, Kepi Gooley. See, I bet you that would be good. I wonder yeah. what they're doing. Uh, the Eradicator. Tilt Wheel, I heard, is like fun. Devin K plays in. Uh, or used to play for uh, what's that big Milwaukee band that always yells about everything? Oh man, it's gonna be oh direct hit. He's direct playing direct hit. hit. Yeah, direct hit. Yeah. Erratic was fun. So I mean, yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, I mean, there's, I'm sure enough to keep us occupied for 
two or three days. Well, it's fun. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a fun town to hang around in. There's a lot of bars, a lot of places to eat and stuff. And the weather's all, even though it's, you know, October, November, the weather's always good, you know. And uh, so it could be fun still, but it's just this is these bands are not my kind of bands, you know. Um, just like it wasn't the last time I went. I mean, it was the same thing. Well, it's funny because you look at, like, like, once again, I keep going back to the PRB thing. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, Rebellion is obviously the most in anybody who's oh, 55. Yeah. If you're 55 or over, that's that's your thing, you know. Um, punk rock bowling has tended to be more like that for me, but you know they were supposed to have what last year? Last they usually do it over Memorial Day, you know, late spring. They're supposed to have what uh, Cox Bar and Yep, Circle Jerks, and I don't remember who the other one was, but you know everything got kind of screwed up. So Rebellion's got mostly British bands, and you know the festivals here are mostly American bands. And I don't know, maybe I'm putting too much effort into it because I'm just just want to get back to the music so much i don't know yeah so bottom but line I, gonna, is I, mean, I have like sixteen hundred dollars in this thing by the time i get there and that's not without buying a beer or a t-shirt so which hotel, I don't even care. Which hotel you stand at we're Oops. staying at the down grand which that. is where they have the parties now our friend matt said we want to stay at the gold nugget because that's where the bands are but the the prb uh rooms were sold out so we'd have to book those separately and it was definitely a bit more money um, but I didn't really know that, so I booked at the Downtown Grand. It'll be cool. Our friends, you know, our uh, Scott and his wife will be there, and uh, hopefully he'll be there and whoever else. It'll, it'll be it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, so I, like I said, I was originally planning on Rebellion, and that is not that's a no go for me now. Um, so yeah, Punk Rock Bowling might actually be a go for me. Uh, so we'll have to see if um, maybe I'll book that sometime in the next couple of weeks, September twenty fourth to twenty sixth. Okay. You should yeah. do it. So, so somebody reached out to us. One of our, I think it's Alan. I think is the first name. He's in like one of the northern suburbs, right? And he's throwing a show. At, is it at that same place you saw Mass Intruder? It is like, at, at that small hick place. Yeah, that I got yelled at for calling it a small hick place, but it is a small hick place. I was tempted to to try to come up there and and go see that. I don't know if I will make it or not, but see the funny, that was like what that was the in end July. of June or the end of July, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I could make an excuse to come up, come down and hang out with you for a weekend. That would be we'll excellent. See. Yeah, we'll go record shopping and stuff, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I'm not committing. I'm just I'm just not against it. And I'm like I said, I'm not against going to Fest either. It sounds like it'd be a great time. And who knows? I mean, I could I could drive down to your place. We could go over to – I could fly down with you instead of – you know, it's not that big a deal to me to drive down to you and fly down from there. So we'll we'll see. So, okay, so that's July 30th. You were right. It's July 30th, and the band he's putting on is called Patient Zero, which I'll swear that I've heard them before. See, we played a band called... I was thinking about it. We played a band called Year Zero. Okay. And I think that's... Is that, is that Chris? Our listener's band from the UK? Is it Chris Hodgkins? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, Chris Hodgkins, yeah. I'm sorry if I'm getting it wrong. I know it's one of the... I, 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 my memory is not what it used to be, but I think it's one of our... We, we talked to him. It was one of the guys we talked to on episode 100. Yeah. Played it before. It's cool stuff. It's real good, good, good stuff. But anyway, that's what I was thinking. I think so. It's not that. It's a, some some other zero something. But yeah, no, I, uh, it could be fun. Yeah, so that's July thirtieth. So and Penny Road Pub was a very small venue. That uh, actually, you'll, you'll, you met my friend Rick, so you'll hopefully get yep. a chance to see him again if we if we go to that. That'll be cool. Yeah, How's Rick yeah. doing? All right. Um, he's uh, yeah. Hey, Rick. Uh, he's I mean he's you know, doing he's doing okay. That's good. Um, but he's Look, yeah he's had a he's had a few setbacks recently with that whole thing, but uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, listen, I'm sure nobody nobody else is interested in hearing about Rick's health, but he's a good dude. <laughs> he, 
I'll put it in perspective for people. If you go back through all our old pictures on like our Facebook page or something, there's a big ball guy. Looks sort of like an older version of me that's like modeling one of the t-shirts. With a big beard, yeah, big huge beard. Dude, my beard, my beard had gotten really kind of long and out of control. You saw it the other day when we did our little, very important business conference call with the drunken Japanese Englishman. Um, my wife got so sick of it, she just came up, just, just grabbed it basically and just cut it off. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. My daughter's like, Dad, you look less hobo-ish. I'm like, but I like a hobo with fleas because then nobody bothers me here. <laughs> talking to I mean, to be fair, in that phone call, all I could see basically was the top of your head. It looked like Humpty Dumpty was talking to me. <laughs> definitely, uh, if I have a neck, it was definitely not a, not visible in that, from that angle. Yeah, so, it wasn't good. It's me like looking like yeah, Humpty Dumpty head with no neck and Richard like the top of his head, like outside of his garden. Bunch of old timers with our technology. Good yeah, stuff, man. Good it was, stuff. It was actually it was fun as hell though. That was a good time. Um so yeah, so that's it. So yeah, punk rock bowling. I might oh, end you, up joining you. Racing hot rods off the side of your apartment or what? <laughs> that's typical. Skokie, man, Skokie's a madhouse, let me tell you. <laughs> Is Taste of Skokie back on this year? Are they gonna get Blue Oyster Cult down there? You or know what? what? Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves for a second. Let me let me see who is actually playing this year. Okay. I mean, they can't get CCR, but they can get, like, that Creedence Clearwater Revisited, which is, like, the bass player and the <laughs> drummer. Well, dude, we had, yeah, I mean, as bad as it is, some years, one year we had the Psychedelic Furrows, for God's sakes. And it's always free, right? So, Man, uh, man Detroit's favorite sons. Uh, uh, what the hell is that called? It's called Skokie Fest, Skokie Fest or something? What's that? Wasn't it Taste of Skokie? No, it's not Taste of Skokie. Uh, Backlot Bash. It's called the Backlot Bash. If you want to taste the Skogie, you got to go over to Neil's apartment. <laughs> Just, a yeah. Just a lot of booze. <laughs> oh, it, it doesn't. They haven't. They haven't decided who's who's playing yet. So there you go. It could so be. Right, listen, it, it could be Blondie. I read a couple of. That. Yeah. What's that? I said it could be Blondie. Who the hell knows, right? A, a super hot seventy-five-year-old. Uh... <laughs> Debbie Harry. <laughs> so all right. So man, I'm, we meant to re- read letters today. So, so I'm telling you right now, we meant to read your letter, Josh, and we meant to read your letter, Carl. These these are the guys who write us the most. Yeah, they do. Sorry um, about that, dude. <laughs> it's funny though, you know. I, I realize how many people we missed on episode 100 that we should have talked to. So I already have like five more names on my list. So maybe we'll do that again because that was actually quite a bit of fun. It Start was. calling calling people up. So. It was. All right. So what have we learned, Daniel? Well, I've actually got one more I'm, song to play. I'm going to Las Vegas. I'm angry at people who are trying to shame people for choosing things they don't approve of. What else? Uh, you, I'd like to go to England. I'd like to go to England, but I can't um, unless I'm going for like six months. You have to for a month before you're yeah. allowed in the country. Yeah, and get like a thousand COVID tests, basically a COVID test every day. Um, exactly. And the only way they administer them in England is rectally, so <laughs> it's it's a little tough after a while. <sighs> So what 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 song what song are you gonna are you gonna play for us now? Are we are we gonna play play out with the song or what? Actually, this is a band that I've just discovered, and I think you would like them a lot too. Um, so have you ever heard the band the Hawaiians? I have not even really familiar with them at all. No. No, I wasn't until last week either. They're a German um, Ramones core type band, a very bubblegum, very Ramones, very um, you know, kind of a bit of fifties thrown, you know, just like that whole style, right? But they do it very, very well. And their shtick is they wear like Hawaiian shirts and sunglasses and stuff. So, but um, I'm gonna do a song by the Hawaiians called "Invading the Sun," 
and it is off what is their album called um hold on a second talk amongst yourselves because you guys should you guys should check this out because it's actually a really really good album it's all i've been playing this week basically uh the album is it actually came out last year so if i'd known about them then i probably would have had them on my album of the year from last year you got a bitch that always happens man yeah you know you so it, oh yeah the album came out last year and it's called invading the summer and um the song i am going to play is called invading the sun so this is the hawaiians with invading the sun ba, 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 ba. that really cool bubblegum thing with a lot of good background harmonies and uh it's just a really funny thing and you know talking about things in hawaiian and but they're like they've all got german accents so it's just it's just it's pretty cool and i guess i guess uh groovy ghoulies and the queers have played with them and they really like them so i'm not quite sure how i discovered them but um and i'm sure some people out there probably one of our many like one of your many like facebook groups so that pop punk yeah real i think it was i think it was that yeah i think it was pop punk shitheads i think i saw a link to their album and it was like oh that looks really fun i'll check it out and normally when i check it out i'm like yeah this is no good but that one hooked me straight away so there you go mm. hawaiians when i think 
I think Liverpool Neil, I think fun. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Taste of Skogie. <laughs> yeah, you come to the All Backlot right. Bash with me and Motoblot. That, that'll be another good one. So is Motoblot supposed to happen? It is in August, but there's no bands Do they have a lineup yet? yet or are no, they no, there's no, no, there's no, there's no bands. Now, last year was supposed to be the Blasters, so that was kind of a drag that that got cancelled. Hmm. So I don't even know if... Uh, if the Alvins are still kicking, because uh, the last time I saw the Blasters, Dave Alvin looked like he was on his last leg. But hmm. yeah, we shall see. Well, we shall see. All right. So, are we, are we done? Are we wrapping up? I think until I die. Seven. Unless there's anything else you want to make me angry about. <laughs> no, I don't think so. We'll start again next time. All right. Like I said, we got some guests on. We got some guests on tap, including a potentially a really big one on Saturday. At least a big one too in to me. You know, a young Liverpool Mules world. Yeah. Um, and we're going to, um, I don't know, punk till I die 77 at Gmail. Tell us we're full of crap. It's fine. We could take it. And join, um, and join the Facebook group and come and join in the fun. Yep, Cause yep, even if you don't have Facebook, yeah, be, even if you don't have Facebook, join Facebook just to get in our group. Cause it's like, it's a blast. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but I did stay at a holiday Inn express last night, Neil. So let's, uh, <laughs> punk till I die 77 at gmail.com. And of course, yeah. Punk till I die podcast on Facebook. And I think, what's the other one called? Just Punk Till I Die Facebook group? If you find Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook, there's like a pinned post to join the group. Yeah, and we're letting anybody in. We don't care if you're parasitic or, you know, have fleas or you look like a hobo with a long gray beard or whatever. Even hippies are allowed, so there you go. Yeah, we got a couple. Yeah, we do. Bunch of, it's funny, Neil, because, uh, you know, uh, one, of, one of our pals put an anti-camping post, and boy, a lot of, seems like the seems like the anti-campers are outnumbered by the campers, so. I think it was about 50-50, uh, I'd say. Well, you know, listen, there's, you know, I'm, I'm not ruling out any event. There could be a, a punk till I die, uh, you know, camper, uh, camp, camp out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's just, I won't be there. You can guarantee it. Exactly. You guys can come put your tents up my backyard. We'll have a fire. We'll have, we'll, we'll have some PBR. It'll be a big good time. Yeah. But until then, yeah, thanks for listening. 105 episodes in the book. And yep. uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Yep. Stay free. Keep a little marketing hot, everybody. Bye-bye. Later.